All right, so that's Mesech Nesadorim Daf Ayin. We have a couple more questions from Rabbo regarding the concept of Hafaro. Starting three lines in the bottom of Samach Tesam and Beis. Boy Rabbo. He says to his wife, I'm confirming the vow for today. It's like a, it's on a clock for today. But tomorrow, he doesn't say but tomorrow. We infer, but from tomorrow, but tomorrow not. So, is it if, do we take it that he meant that it's only if it confirmed for today, but tomorrow the nether is undone? Or, or he, he didn't say otherwise. So we don't know. Maybe he just meant, it's, it's confirmed today. And going forward, maybe. We don't know necessarily otherwise. Imtim Tzalaimah. Already? Yeah. Um, when, he, when he wants to be Bukharet the next day, does he have to do it in front of Basin? Like no. Imtim Tzalaimah Halei'amalaam. Now the question, the Imtim Tzalaimah is very difficult over here, and the Ram is busy with the Imtim Tzalaimah. I'm not going to get into it in the semantics of the words of Intim Tzalaim. Is it contingent on the previous thing? Is it not? I'm just going to explain it on Api Pshat. Intim Tzalaim Amalah. And if you're going to say, why she didn't say that tomorrow otherwise? But if, therefore I have the question, Amalah, Mufalachil Machamahu. Okay, so what about if he does say it? Is there even such an option of saying yes today and no tomorrow? Is that even a thing? Could you do that? So therefore, do we say once he was mekayim today? So therefore, it's a confirmed nedra. Or do we say since he didn't say to her that it's kind today? So when he said to her what he meant is obviously from today. I mean, obviously the best would be if we could just ask him, but it doesn't really even matter if we ask him or not because. At the end of the day, we have to try to figure out from his Lashen what it meant. Again, ve'imtim tzalaymar. This is like the third question today. And again, the round's busy with why is it ve'imtim tzalaymar. But ve'imtim tzalaymar for l'hachikim in the kaimah yoyim. L'machah k'mandi isadami. If he's, and even if you're going to say that since he was mekaimah for today. L'machah k'mandi isadami. So k'mchi shah mahu. What happens if he only says, okay, for the next 20 minutes I want it to be. Maybe it's only for a day because we know it's a, it's a dinner of the day. So what happens if he says, okay, for the next hour, over the next six hours I want it to be. Is that also an option? And if you can say, no, he didn't say that. So what happens if he does say that? Or all day, really, it's available for confirming it or annulling it. So therefore, if he says, it should be annulled, it would also work. These are question, potentially, Algabi question, Algabi question. There's two you said good questions. Could I say it's confirmed today? And therefore, the Gemara also says, and what about it if I also add and annul tomorrow? And question two, which Gemara has two parts to, is could I say confirmed for the next hour and also mean that therefore after that hour it's annulled? That's the two part question of question two. So we have four questions today. Each one has two parts. And therefore, the Gemara wants to say, Tashima, I'm going to try to bring an answer to all the previous questions with one raya.
already in a zero. His wife says, I'm becoming in a zero. That's it. Normal wine, normal tonal mace, etc. The Shama Bala, and the husband hears about it. Omar, Vani, we're going to do this together. We're married, we're going to do this together. I'm also another. Ain Yochel Lahafir. Because he, com- he made his Naziris based on her Naziris, he can't say, whoa, woman, no, no, yours is undone. It's too late. You built your Naziris on her Naziris, which means it's your way of saying, I confirm your Naziris. Naziris, obviously, we'll learn Sechlis Nazir coming up in about 25 days from now. And we're going to see that a lot of it is predicated on Sechlis Nazir. It's the same concepts because it's essentially a vow, accepting upon yourself to do something that's something specific regarding um, Yain and Tabal Mason, etc. And here cutting. But it's, it's essentially another. So when he says, and I, he can't anymore undo it. Vamai. But, but why is that? Name of Anida Amar, who al Nafshid Avanazar. I've already in the zero de law, the Shahes Kaimo, Lahashoi Borlefer. Why don't you say, when he said Vani, when he's talking about himself, he meant Vani, and I'll be another going forward. But in regards to her, he meant maybe only for the next hour. He wanted her Naziris to be intact so he could make a hot fossa in her Naziris. But after his Naziris kicks in, maybe he wants her Naziris to go away, which would essentially mean that the Naziris is a Kayim Lachi, Vahafar Lachi. I'm asking him, but I'm not asking him. I'm asking him because I need him for something. Again, inside. You could. Good. Stop Naziris. It's Machlekes. We'll get to Mesechus Nazar. We'll get to that. Tashmari, again, Tashmari, in the zero shop of Baal of in your love of Amai, name of Ani the Amar, who Almaf Shay, Davanazar, maybe when he said Vani, he's only talking about himself. Allah reigning in the zero de law, but regarding to her statement, Sha'achas Kaimo, Lachasha, Iboy Leifer, Amai in your love Ah, isn't it Lav Mishom, the Kiva the Kaimo Kaimo? Oh, Elamai, because once you confirm it, it's been confirmed. And there's no one knowing it. Back to our question, the same thing. Once he confirms the nether, the nether is confirmed and there's no annulment options. Look, how you think has arrived from his ears? There's no like, maybe not. Maybe when he says va'ani, he's not just confirming her for the next hour. He's confirming her going forward, that the nazir should stand. And therefore, it's not arrived from there. Therefore, all the previous four questions that they were asked is... I confirm, but I know. I confirm for now. Or I confirm for an hour. Or I confirm for an hour and then I know. All those, Yimar has no raya. Because I, by Naziris, we see that it could be. Naziris yeah, Taka could be. Because he, maybe he wants it. But it doesn't mean that by Nether that's, that's, that's the case. And therefore, please do not do this at home if this ever comes up. Because it's not partial what Allah is giving me in this. So, we discussed two days ago the Allah of Nasraikna. We brought up the concept called Nesreikna. Nesreikna means literally poured out, which is that once a woman is a Urasa, she's an Ayram Urasa, the father and the husband, the fiancé, both have equal rights in her, in her vow undoing situation. But when I say equal rights, it's not totally equal. Because if the husband bails out of the marriage, the Hainu, he dies, or divorces, then the father gains the rights fully. But if the father bails out of being a father because he dies, the husband doesn't gain the rights fully. So that's called Nisraikin. Nisraikin means we empty out. Whatever he had, we, he empties it out and gives it to his so-called future shver. 
So the Mishnah, we discussed it two days ago. The Gemara gave five different cases, as we saw, of when we do say it, when we don't say it. But this is the Mishnah that talks about the concept. Mesa Av, if the father dies, we don't empty the husband's rights into the... the we don't, I'm sorry, we don't empty the father's rights into the rishus of the husband. Meaning the husband does not have now 100% power to undo the vow. But if it's mesabal, but if the husband dies, then yes, in that case, um, the father does have, does gain the full rights in undoing the vow. And in reference to this, in this way, the father is stronger than the husband. Because the father gets 100% of the powers, but the, the husband never gets 100% of the powers, meaning he will eventually if they, when they get married, when they consummate the marriage. But as a aris and arisa, he never gets fully 100%. This is in one way that the father has more rights than the husband. But, it is in a way, a certain way that the husband has more rights than the father, which is a shorter way of saying bagaris. Which means once she becomes an adult, a full-fledged adult, the father doesn't have rights over her anymore whatsoever. But a husband has rights over her even when she's a bagaris. So in a way, this is the husband's rights that are more powerful than the father's in the moment she becomes a bagaris. Now, this line itself is a very short line. Because what are we talking about? Are we talking about an Arusa that's a bagaris? Or are we talking about just a married woman that's a bagaris? Like, what's the story with this woman? The Mishnah is very, just, just says, and you can learn it very simple. You can learn it. say, in one way a father has more power than a husband, and in one way a husband has more power than a father. It's one way to learn the Mishnah, but it's not a continuation of the previous Mishnah, a, a previous part of the Mishnah, because the previous part of the Mishnah we were trying to bring out in a marriage ceremony, sometimes the father will have more power than the husband. And that's true. If the husband dies, the father gets the full power. But we didn't bring out the flip side of where the husband in a marriage ceremony has more power than the father. Or did we? So in a way, it's not really a good sushtel. I'm going to see if Mar is going to be bothered by this question of what exactly is this last case. And we also have to ask a very fundamental question of why is it talking? Why by a father does he get the rights fully and by a husband not? They're engaged. They're going to get married. And what happens when they do actually get married? Right, they're engaged now. She makes a vow. And then they get married. So now the husband has full autonomy over her. Could he undo the vow now? But he heard about it when he was engaged here. He can't undo it. What happens if there's a second husband? What happens if she, the Hainu, she's engaged, so the father and husband have the rights. This guy says, like, I'm done with her. Immediately she turns around and gets engaged to another guy right next to him. Whatever it is. Does this guy now have the power to undo the vow that she made under the first husband's domain? She didn't, he didn't, make, it under, she didn't make it under his. That's going to be... Or is the divorce... Is that itself? We're going to have to see, and that's going to be the subject for the next day or two. Let's start thinking about this. This is my time. Why? Why does the husband not get the rishus of the father when the father dies? Why doesn't it work like that? Because it says simply that even though, sorry, the father doesn't have, um, even though. There's no, um, there's no father. She still is considered in her father's home. It doesn't say 
base of it. Meaning, even if she doesn't actually physically have a father, she's still in her father's domain, in the sense that the father has that power that the husband can never take away. She's still the base of it. Says the Gemara, Mesa Baal, Rishos Laav Benon. Adino goes the other way. And if the husband dies, that the father does gain that, those rights and those powers. Says Don't turn the page. Says Rashi. Let's do Rashi first. The shorter, then we'll do the round. Last Rashi on the page. Says Sounds like she's married twice. Says the round. What does that mean? Right before that, it says the father's power to undo the vow. If she'll be, she'll be to a man. It sounds like there's two marriages happening here. What's the two marriages happening here? Oh, says I'll tell you. We're going to be makish. We're going to compare the vows before her second marriage have the same halacha as the vows before her first marriage. What's the vows before her second marriage? The case we gave before. When the, when the fiancé said, I'm breaking the engagement, or whatever. And then she went ahead and got engaged again. So that's the vows that came around before the second husband. So, We'll explain in a second. Says the Ram. The second husband is like the first one. Just like before the first husband, Av made for Luchudei, only the father had the power. Av could make Shnei and Nami la'achem Yisabal. Av made for Luchudei, only the father has the power, which means the husband does not retain the power of the father. The husband or the second? The the second husband, right. meaning and therefore meaning that the first no the first husband. Therefore, the first husband never got the father's power. Because if he would get the father's power, then it's sometimes possible that the first husband would have full autonomy to be able to decide or not. Hey, yes, we see that just like by before the first one, there was a father involved. So, so too before the second one, there's a father involved. Even though, potentially, maybe there's no father around anymore. That teaches me that the father's rights do not get transferred over to the husband. The husband's rights can get transferred over to the father. But the father's rights never get transferred to the husband. Again. Yeah, you understand what I said, Ben? I understand what I said. Again, top, but you disagree with me. Maybe. Top round. Kaloimar. Kaloimar. Shadin Shniya Kadir Rishayna. Makkoid Mary Rishayna. Just like before the first husband. Av Mefal Chudei. Only the father had the right. Av Koid Mary Shniya. So to before the second marriage. Nami La Achamis Zabal. After the first one's death. Av Mefal Chudei. The father had the full right, and it didn't, the husband didn't retain it. I mean, he's dead. But he didn't retain it, and it definitely didn't get transferred to the second one. And therefore, we see the concept that it only goes one way. It's a one-way street. It goes from husband to father, not from father to husband. Says the Gemara of Maybe that's only a nether that the Aris never, got, never saw it. Maybe the husband, the husband wasn't around. I Meaning she made it after he died. But how do you know if he saw it that it can't be? Meaning once it was already in her husband's eyesight, in his purview, that even if he divorces her, the second husband will gain that right. Because it's now, she made a vow at 5 o'clock in the morning. 
7 o'clock, her husband broke up with her or died, whatever you want to call it. And then 3 o'clock in the afternoon, she got engaged. But the husband knew of the vow, so it was near Laura. So maybe Alvin and Darvish Laura's in the made vow. Maybe the father time can, because the husband had already ownership of that vow. So maybe the father doesn't gain that from the husband that's dead. So then what, even near Darvish Laura's, near Laura's, but the rabbis are in But then we already learned to Ramad Aleph. We already learned to Ramad Aleph that the rabbis are that she's still considered under her father's roof in that sense. And therefore, I don't need to learn that a Nadarm Shalai Nirul Aris, meaning that it happened before the Aris came into the picture, before the, the fiance came into the picture, that those Nadarm should have any power. It should, only, it should be even by the, by, the, by, the, by the first husband, or whatever, by the husband. But rather, it stays by the father, it stays by the father, and it, it forever is going to be by the father. And it doesn't go over. Says the Gemara, and the Mishnah said, and we learned when we discussed the Mishnah, we said that look, the wording a little bit is off. And the Mishnah says it, but in a different way. Maybe we're talking about a case where he was Mikadashir when she was a Naira. And then she became an adult. And in that scenario, we're saying that the husband still has the power to undo the vow when she's a Bagaris and the father does not. Says, well, I don't understand. Mechdi. Miso Moitzir Meshur Sa'av Ubagris Moitzir Meshur Sa'av The two ways a girl gains her freedom, so to speak, from her father is if her father dies or if she becomes an adult, a Bagaris. Both of those situations remove her from her father's domain. So, Ma'am Miso Moitzir Meshur Sa'av and we just finished learning that when the father dies, the husband doesn't gain the rights. So maybe say also, Maybe when she becomes an adult, it also works the same way. Why are you assuming that when she becomes an adult, the husband gains all the rights there? Well, the husband is the only one that has the rights there. Maybe just say, just like by Misa. By Misa, we just finished learning when the father dies, the rights don't go over to the husband. And she's, she's stuck with that now, just so to speak. So, so to say the same thing by... Um, by a Bagra situation when she becomes an adult it also doesn't go over the husband will never get that she's a Bagaris that's what the question is no she got engaged when she was in Arusa I'm sorry, sorry. Well, she got engaged sorry when she was a, a Naira and now she became a Bagaris the Gemara wants to know is, is that the case that we're talking about if that's, if that's the case why Taco would I see why would I see it different Misa Sabal versus Bagaris. I mean, I'm sorry, Misa Sa'av versus Bagaris. By Misa Sa'av, we say the husband does not gain the rights. So why by Bagaris does the husband gain all the rights? Why does he gain 100% control of the, of the, of the entity? Ella says, well, that can't be the case. Ella Shekicho Kishi Bagaris. Ella and I were talking about a case where he got engaged to her when she was an adult, like most of us. We got engaged to our wives when they were adults. I don't need a Mishnah for that. The Mishnah already says it later. Now, obviously, at one point, you're going to need it, whether it's here or there, but the Mishnah, the Mishnah says it already. And why does the Mishnah say it twice? What does the Mishnah say? And this is coming up in two days from now. Habegeres that waits 12 months. It's almost like it's supposed to say, dot, dot, dot. The Mishnah totally left us hanging over here. So if you open up, and if I ain't Gimel on the base, the Mishnah itself, you'll see what the Mishnah is referring to.
I ain't good one with Beis. Top of the page. But Geresh is Shasa Yud Beis Chaydish. A Begeresh that waited 12 months. Or, Ramon and Lamed Yoyim. Rebbe Liazza Omer, Hoya Lubayel Chayim, Bzanetel, Yafer. Macham Omer, Ena Baal, Mefer, actually, Tikkun Asur Shusar. What's this, Machlikis? This is actually very much based on a Sugim, Sechtas Ksubas, for those that learned to recently, we remember. How long does she have for preparations for a wedding? So we give a standard 12 months. That's only for a Naira. Once she's a Begeresh, she doesn't get 12 months. She gets 30 days. Unless it's within the first year of her turning into a Begeres. The Gemara says it with him, because you always have to give a girl 12 months. Now, from when she becomes a Begeres, she's really preparing whether she has a Shidduch and Toh or she doesn't have a Shidduch and Toh. So if, she's, if she gets engaged five months into the 13th year, she only needs another seven months to prepare. After that, she, she can demand a wedding. She can turn to him and say, I want a wedding. Or he can demand, turn to her and say, I want a wedding. And if she doesn't show up to the plate, who's to, who has to support her? The father or the husband? That's the Suyim Sechtas Ksubis. The Mishnah says over here that whoever it's Chayv, or Rebbe says, whoever it's Chayv, the Mizaynis, has the rights on no vows. And the Chayvim say, no. The husband doesn't gain the rights till he actually marries her. The fact that at this point she's already his because she already, he gave her the time limit, that doesn't change anything. So what do we see over here? We see over here a Baigeres, at least according to Eliezer, a Baigeres, the husband has the full rights to be made for. Because the father is supposed to pay now. At this point, it's on, it's your problem. I, I'm ready to get married, says the man. And she's not ready, so daddy, you stop paying. But yet, he gets the rights as the husband to undo it. So that's the case of a Baigeres, and the husband is getting the full rights. So I don't want to need a mission. I have two missions for this. I have this mission, then I have that mission. Teach me the same Nakuda inside. Says in Mara, Elo Shikitchikishiba Geres, Hotinino Chadazimro, Habe Geres, Shashi, and Ben Chodesh, Datatat. Mission doesn't explain. Says the Gemara, Hagufakasha. I hear what you're saying, but I don't understand. In general, I'm having a hard time understanding. I'm going to have a Geres, Shashi, and Ben Chodesh. He's saying that a Begeres that waited 12 months. A Begeres? I don't understand what you're talking about. A Begeres gets 12 months? A Begeres gets 30 days. A Begeres doesn't get 12 months. So what's the Stavazim shot in the Mishnah? Oh, I don't know what we have to explain is to need Begeres v'shashashashi yedvashashashash. Either one of the two. Either a Begeres or a woman that already waited 12 months. Either one of the two. As we said before, sometimes... It's, it's 12 months, and sometimes it's less than 12 months, depending on how much preparation she had before. But, okay, fine. We fixed that wording. Now you're happy? Now how do you explain it? Become Kamkasha. You didn't answer the question. There's more two answers. Either the one by us is the more important one, or the main one, and the one over there is redundant, or the one over there is, is the important one, and the one over here is redundant. Here is the place where we want to bring out Begeras, the husband gets the right. We just brought it down over there because we wanted to bring out the machlekes over there. Over there, here is the main point where we're learning the halacha. But over there, we wanted to add the element that is actually a machlekes regarding it. Or or maybe bagaris means literally bagaris over there. Meaning, since in the ratio of our mission it says. In this way, the father has more rights than the husband. 
Once we've grown up in one way that the father's not the husband, so we brought up the flip side. But this is not the point we're trying to bring over here. The point is obviously going to be enough, and that will be the point where it needs to be made. The fact that it says it over here is only because we're talking, in a way, the father has more rights. Okay, so in a way, the husband has more rights. But you're right, it wouldn't have to be, it doesn't have to be said. So again, the way the Gemara is understanding the Mishnah is when we learned the Mishnah, we didn't learn like that. And that's what we pointed out when we learned the Mishnah. When we say in the Mishnah that we're talking about, means that the husband has the rights to be mefer if he was engaged to her when she was a begaris already. Not if he was engaged to her when she was in Arusa and then she became a begaris. Because at that point, as Imam says, just like Mises Abal, sorry, Mises Ha'av doesn't give the husband the full rights, so too by begaris doesn't give the husband the full rights. We're talking about specifically in the case where he got engaged to her when she was a begaris, and in that case, the husband has more powers than the father because the husband can undo the vow totally on his own and the father can 